Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Italanda here, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Ostium Sagas. Did you know you can get access to a bunch more unreleased Ostium Sagas content? It's easy. Just become a supporting patron at the $5 level and above on the Ostium Network Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. On our Patreon, you'll get access to many new episodes of the Ostium Sagas you haven't heard before, as well as a bunch of other bonus content. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Now, I'd just like to thank some of our new patrons for supporting the Ostium Network. Thank you to Rob, Jedia Care, Bobby, Maggie, and Lelloberry for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Okay, let's get this Ostium Sagas episode started, shall we? Ostium Sagas. Fifty. Saga three. Sixty-six million years ago. Recorder's Endnote. Part five. Question number three. Is the Ostium Sagas now available in a digital form? I believe if you've listened to everything I've told you so far, then you very likely already know the answer to this question. No. The Conclave takes its unique position and privilege very seriously and refuses to present any opportunity that might allow those outside the Conclave learning of and knowing what they should not. Having the Ostium Sagas digitized while perhaps advantageous in being more easily available to the members of the Conclave in this format, uh, well, let us say the cons outnumber the pros in this instance. The Conclave has not reached the position it has achieved through negligence or boosting efficiency for the sake of security. Yes, the method is slower, but everything is much more certain to the Conclave. That is, barring parallel timelines, which still remains beyond the Conclave's ability to manipulate, 
As for the Ostium Network's ability in this matter, I should be curious to find out. But it is not my turn yet. Moving on to question four. What else is the Conclave involved in? Well, to be perfectly honest, the complete answer to this question goes well beyond the purview of my position here within the Conclave, and I should expect I could fill a number of volumes equal in length to the Ostium Sagas if I were to be thorough in explaining all that we have going on in the Conclave. But I know as obfuscating as I can be, this is still not a sufficient answer to your question. So I shall endeavor to give you more of a list of topics as to what the Conclave is involved in. And this is in no particular order. The search for extraterrestrial intelligence, the study of distant stars and planets, understanding the true effects of the Big Bang, piercing the veil to find out what happened and existed before the Big Bang, achieving a true sustainable power supply, harnessing the immense power of the sun without causing it to harm us, interdimensional travel, a sustainable food crop that requires no input or nutrition to grow, new ways for humans to breathe underwater, analyzing the anomaly that was recently discovered in the center of the earth, the development of fast-growing trees and vegetation, studies in artificial intelligence in preparation for the singularity. And that is where I will end it for this question, but I trust it gives you some idea of what the Conclave dedicates its time to, in addition to all things related to Ostium, the Ostium Network, and of course, the Ostium Sagas. And now for your final question. You wish to know of the main characters uh, in a television show called Star Trek. For such a unusual question, I surmise it must have something to do with our parallel timelines and how things are different in your world compared to mine. And while I am somewhat hesitant to give away details like this that show uh, differences in our respective timelines, since we have been open and providing so far, it feels petty to quibble over this. After a full day of media research, as I'm not familiar with any television show called Star Trek, all I could find was a pilot episode called uh, The Man Trap. It was made in 1966. Uh, the part of the captain was played by an actor named James Earl Jones. It was written and directed by someone named George Lucas. And that is all. The pilot was shown to a number of studios, but no one was interested in picking up the show. Apparently the actor and the writer-director never worked in the TV or movie industry again. I hope that satisfies your curiosity. And I believe that completes my answers to your five questions. And now it is my turn to present five questions of my own. One, when did the Ostium Network begin? Two, where is the town of Ostium located? Three, to the best of your ability, where would you say the Ostium Network is located physically? Four, how many people are there at the Ostium Network? And five, what is the goal of the Ostium Network? I eagerly await your answers. Sincerely, Larry Harcourt. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I wouldn't believe it, except I heard it in his very own words. And at this point, I trust what Harcourt tells me. It still scares me cold and helpless, knowing these details now, like... Well, I suppose it's quite a bit like Marty McFly must have felt in Back to the Future, 
when his mum and dad wouldn't seal the deal and kiss and he felt himself starting to literally disappear and lifts up his hand and for just a moment he can see right through it. Okay, yes, I know that's a bit too dramatic, but when I think about what it must be like to live in a world where there's no Star Trek, it's an actual nightmare for me. Something I really don't want to think about if I can avoid it. I suppose Harcourt is okay about it, other than a bit confused, because he has no clue what Star Trek is and probably never will. Also, how weird is it that the actors are switched and bloody George Lucas is the creator of Star Trek in this universe? I think I could safely say Harcourt's timeline is the bizarre world to this one. Okay, let's try and answer these questions, shall we? 